Hello, I'm Glenn Tomlinson, William Randolph Hearst Curator of Education. In this podcast, I will introduce you to Pablo Picasso's sculpture entitled Head of a Woman, Fernand, from 1909, a groundbreaking piece of modern European sculpture in the Norton Museum of Art's European collection. If you want to view the sculpture during the podcast, please visit the Norton's website. Click on the word more at the top right corner of your screen, then click on the word European. Scroll down and you will find an image of the artwork. Although Pablo Picasso created this important Cubist sculpture, Head of a Woman, Fernand, over a century ago, the work still strikes many viewers as radically modern. The artist modeled forms of the face that are normally full and rounded as abstract arcs and flat planes. The eyes, brow, and nose are linear and faceted. The work does not portray a person's smooth skin or underlying structure of bone and muscle. Instead, Picasso analyzed the lines and shapes of his subject and recomposed them as a sequence of forms that have their own integrity as an independent work of art. The segmented shapes that suggest her hair, gathered and clasped on her head, create a rhythm that carries through the arcs of her face and neck. While Picasso certainly analyzed the forms and composition of Head of a Woman, Fernand, he also captured movement and emotion. The figure's head tilts down as if turning away from the viewer in a moment of reflection, sadness, or perhaps even pain. The summer of 1909 was an important moment in the development of the style known as Cubism. In May, Picasso and his companion, Fernand, left Paris to visit his family and friends in Barcelona. Although their trip was delayed by her kidney illness, their ultimate destination was the village of Horta de Ebro in the rugged Spanish Pyrenees Mountains. In this remote location, from mid-June to August, Picasso painted radical landscapes and portraits of Fernand as networks of lines, plains, and in tones of gray and tan. These works challenged the traditional representation of form, space, and subject matter, and subsequently served as inspiration to many other modern artists seeking new modes of expression. However, like any great artwork, this sculpture is about more than just style and innovation. When museum visitors are asked about the sculpture's expression, they often comment upon the features that suggest contemplation or sadness. The woman upon whom the sculpture is based was Picasso's partner, Fernand Olivier. The artist met Fernand in 1904, and according to the artist's biographer John Richardson, Fernand was his first great love. By 1909, however, the relationship had begun to wane. Picasso was frustrated by Fernand's illness that delayed his arrival in Horta de Ebro. One can imagine that Fernand's loneliness in this remote village only heightened her distress. In her letters to friends Alice B. Toklas and Gertrude Stein from that summer, Fernand complained about her illness and Picasso's apparent lack of concern. After the couple's return to Paris, where Fernand received the medical attention she needed, Picasso got to work on Head of a Woman, Fernand. It was his first serious exploration of sculpture in a Cubist style, which he based upon the paintings he had created that summer. 
he modeled the head in clay first before a plaster version was cast. After making further modifications, Picasso used the plaster to create the mold for the bronze casts of the sculpture. Although Picasso used traditional techniques of modeling and casting to produce Head of a Woman, Fernand, he did not continue to work in that manner. By 1912, he would revolutionize sculpture by beginning to construct cubist assemblages from disparate materials including sheet metal and wire, an innovation that would change the course of 20th century sculpture. In these ways, Head of a Woman, Fernand, represents a pivotal moment in both the development of cubism and modern sculpture. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Closer Look. I'm Glenn Tomlinson.